So that's against the rules, and you can't sit with us. Whatever. Those rules aren't real. Good day, mama. I seem to take a step out. Get some in now. Let's go edge out. Put some ice cream. Hey besties, welcome to another week with Girl Code Media. My name is Chanel and I am your host. How was the last episode, guys? I pretty much broke it down. If you did not watch it, go back. I pretty much broke down the foundation of high quality friendships. There has to be a foundation before you start building. And when you know something is true, it applies to different areas and ways of life and situations, and it will always be true. The principle will always be true for anything. You have to have the blueprint first. So if you have not watched that video, I recommend you guys to go watch that video first before you watch this video so you're not lost. Because I am committed to taking you guys from point A of maybe not having high quality relationships and friendships to this point B. I would say point Z, realistically, because there's so many steps in between. So yeah, point A to point Z, because yeah, it's a journey and it's a process and people lack social skills because they think it's like a quick thing. That's why when you go to these networking events and you're you're doing the things and you're trying to show up, it's not working because you didn't do all the steps prior. Um, so this is that um, channel for you. So I want you guys to not just start off with a random video, like go to step A. Go to step A. Go back to that video, okay? So if you have watched that video and you're here another week and you are a go girl coder, you're on the journey being consistent every Monday, welcome back. And we are going to get into what the topic of today is. So we talked about the foundation, which is God. Again, go back if you um, haven't seen it. So now... We are going to do a friendship evaluation with God. Sometimes I feel like we always, especially when a new year comes, child, we are always doing evaluations. Who's going to come at me this year? Something that I've been doing for a very long time is doing an evaluation, a practical evaluation with God, because sometimes life could be like, life be life and sometimes and you don't realize how and sometimes you feel it because I like I'm at a point in my journey where I could feel when I'm not close to God right um and that's my desire it became like a desire in my journey to be close to him so I could feel when I'm drifting away so these became a little easy I don't have to really do these like evaluations anymore but starting off um I would do these evaluations because I wanted a relationship with God and I didn't want to just keep saying that. I wanted to be practical and do the things. And that's why I'm so hard on y'all because you cannot grow without accountability and um, the work. So I would do this practical thing um, to just check myself to make sure I'm on the right track, to make sure I am not idolizing those relationships that we talked about in the first um, video. I'm not idolizing my work my business, my relationships, but keeping him first. Um, and that is the girl code of 
the uh, day is the yourself rule um, number two keep God first child so this is how you could kind of practically evaluate your friendship with God so for time's sake this is there's three different um, levels of connections let's say there's there's more if we want to get like technical but for time's sake, we're going to focus on these three levels of um, relationship, connections, friendships, whatever have you. So one, you have the title of a stranger. This is somebody who just don't know you. you they don't know you. Um, two is an associate. This is somebody who know of you. Y'all might even kick it time to time. But that's not your friend yet. And the third is a friend. If we locked in, ain't no switching up. That is that, okay? So when I think about my relationship, I look at it from that perspective. I see what category I'm in when it comes to my relationship with God. So one, are you a stranger of God? Meaning you don't even know him. If not, then yes, you're going to have to confess that Jesus Christ, you know, is your Lord Savior and do the whole uh, salvation prayer and get baptized and join a church um, that can help you in that journey. Because, again, community is so important. So join a, join a church. But people don't realize that a stranger is also somebody who may not know you, but know of you through somebody else. And I feel like I know, ooh, are you that one? Because we created this thing where it feels like even some of the celebrities that I see people go so hard for or influencers, just because you know of them through somebody else or through media, um, don't mean you know them. You are a stranger to them. You are a stranger, period. So are you a stranger of God? And I want to sit on this because there's so many people who depend on a relationship that other people have with him. And, and that's not going to get you anywhere. And the reason why I do um, these levels is because practically you have to like be realistic with your walk. You have to be realistic with your walk in order to do better because everybody's walk is different. Even when I consider myself a friend of God, it's still a journey to get into deeper intimacy. So this is not to shame you or anything. This is just to like allow you to think of it in a practical way. Do you know him through preachers and sermons every Sunday? Do you know him through your mom and your grandma's relationship? So that is a sign if you are in that category to get to know him for yourself. And I'm going to give you some practical tips even after to, to get to that level. So let's bring you from a stranger now to associate. So associate is when you know a person they're cool you, you hang out with them whatever but it's still surface level 
it's still surface level, okay? So that's that's the associates. It's not a real long explanation for associates. That's what associate is. And then a friend is somebody, like you have tested this relationship. It has substance. You feel like you know this person. And even if that person changes, we all change, you are committed to getting to know the new person that person becomes. You are locked in. And it's important to be a friend of God because a few reasons. This is a practical example. Um, at the end of the day, when I used to think about this, and this is the analogy that came up, and I didn't get this from no sermon. I didn't get this from, from no, like, this just came to me. Um, and I think it's because my background with the youth and, like, breaking things down and, like, digestible um, pieces for people to, like, really absorb the information. So it was just my own relationships. Have you ever really like looked at your relationships and you might have thought you and a person was like really cool. You might have thought they were your friend at a point or like, you know, in the early friendship stages and they're not inviting you to no birthday parties. They're not inviting you to no weddings. Have you ever seen somebody at a celebratory event that they hosted and you did not get the invite? How did that make you feel? It could have made you feel some type of way. Like, because why am I not there? Did my invite get lost in the mail? Like, you really see how people feel about you when they have a celebratory moment because they choose who they want around them in those moments. Period. And it's based off who they value in their life. Right? But then to take the focus off of them... Even you, when you are having birthday parties, when you are having tough times, when you are having these celebratory events, you are not inviting the stranger. You don't even know them to invite them. No matter if they know you from somebody else or whatever, you don't know them. You don't even have their numbers. It's, they're not, they weren't shooting at the gym, like period. They're just not invited. But then the associates, you're not even thinking about. You're thinking about the people who really have value in your life. Your friends are going to be the ones that you call up. Your friends are going to be the one who you invite. So when I think about that, I used to sit in church and they used to always have this, um, <laughs> it was so funny. They used to always, of course, I mean, not used to, they still do. But um, at the end of every church service, they always ask people, if you do not know God, to come to the front. However, the, the church, that's why I laugh, because the church that I went to, the, <laughs> I'm just going to be real, y'all, because this is girl talking, you know, we going to talk. He would make it so, like, scary. There ain't no way around it. Like, his salvation uh, altar calls would be so scary. Like, he definitely, like, look, if you die, when you get up out of here and you get hit, and he'll give a, um example of somebody who, who uh, was going to give their life, and they didn't, and they died, and they basically, good luck. But he would give 
and he would give that story first and um then ask like if you do not know where you would go if you died today you come down here and y'all i grew up in the church y'all i'm sad i would say before i even came out my mama's womb when i tell you i would go to the altar every sunday because i'm like i don't know friend like i don't know am i going to am i going to heaven God, because in your word, you said people would be talking about you, saying, Lord, Lord, and they they don't even know you. Like, I don't know. But just in case, I'm going to go up here to let you know I want to go. And it was a elder, <laughs> bless her heart. Uh, <laughs> one of, I used to do uh, church home groups. And this lady came to me uh, who hosted the groups that she's like family. She's like, Chanel. I love you. And I always want you to know that you don't have to keep going to the altar. You are saved. You're, you're already saved. And he died for your sins. So you don't have to keep going to the altar. You're good. You, you're you're going to mess up sometimes. But that's why he died for you. You're forgiven. All you got to do from this this day is just to repent. And for some people, they, they think that stuff is common sense. But I thinking logically every time you ask me every Sunday do I know if I'm gonna go to hell heaven and I don't got the answer I'm gonna go to the altar because I don't got the answer like I'm okay but because that was embedded in me so much that's I think the reason why I started doing these like evaluations because I didn't want to keep going to the altar and then she freed me from that and I would just check myself like Chanel do you think you are assured for heaven if something were to happen to you today because I was just so used to that dialogue anyway that harsh reality anyway and I would think if God was to invite and he does he invite us all but think about it just like the um birthday party you are only really gonna invite the people who you call a friend that's who you're thinking about you're inviting the people you have a relationship with. So I like that is just like the practical way I think about my relationship with God and to like understand, okay, God, am I an associate in this season? And I'm sorry. Like, cause I, you know, it, it allows me to think about all the people that I'm putting above him. Like, and if, if you do, it's okay. It's like the story of the prodigal son. He just wants you to come back. He never left us. We believe in him. You know, so I just keep, I, I that's just an exercise, like a mental exercise that I do just to understand where I'm at in my walk in the different seasons. It could be month to month. It could be for you every other month. It could be every year. For me, I really don't have to do that no more because I'm at a journey where like we are just, we locked in. But I know I used to do that in my beginning journey of like understanding this relationship thing. So because of my journey, I I knew overall with that analogy doing it time and time again, I wanted to be promoted to friends with him. Like, I wanted to be locked in with him. I didn't want to be a stranger. I didn't want to be an associate. I want my mansion right next to yours, period. Like, it's God for me. Like, I want to be gang. 
So if that's you and you want, you know, a, a closer relationship with God, um, I remember I used to like literally YouTube this. I, I would um, research it because going to church, it's, it still does not fulfill your own relationship with God. If, you know, you do get your praise on, you do get a good word so you can apply it in your everyday walk, but a relationship takes work. It's continuous. There's different levels, different depths. So these are the things um, that I would do. Here's the steps. One, Bible, read it, okay? Read her. Okay, and when people used to say it, like, you know, the Bible can be intimidating. So when people used to say it, it seems so cliche to read the Bible. Um, but when you make new friends, the first thing you do in that journey, you, you understand who they are, at least. Because that's how you're going to know if you're going to like them. Are we really going to mesh? What's your sign, sis? What's your... You're gathering information, even when you are in, like, when you're dating, any relationships, you're gathering that information to see if that person is even for you or not. So that's why I'm, I'm here not to be a Bible thumper. I'm just letting you know these are the practical tips. So see if God is for you or not. See if you like him. See if you, you could understand his character. A little bit more because you can't it's hard to have a relationship with somebody you don't know you have to have that awareness and understanding of a person to even be interested in going through the journey with them so the bible is like that first like practical step start reading about him just start trying to understand who he is just like you would do anybody else and then start praying more. And just like with your friendships and your relationships, you, then you start going on dates. When you understand, got your information, you you say, okay, you know, we can hang out or we could go on this date. You are now at the date to see if y'all could have good conversation, right? Because you can't have a relationship without conversation, without vulnerability, right? So same way with God, start talking to him and it could be so, that could be intimidating too, especially like for me, I grew up in church and I was around the saint saints, right? Like the intercessors and you, you realize there's different gifts. People have different gifts. I don't like with me, even now I, I talk to God, like he is a friend for real. I'm like, God, listen, you moved me out here to Atlanta. I think it's a little rocky. Like, it's a little rocky. Um, but I'm going to be obedient, and I don't want to. I'm actually kind of mad at you right now because you stripped me from everything, and I was not ready for that. And you waited till I got good and, and comfortable and got some final success in the area that I've been working on so hard. And, and you going to tell me to leave? I make it so personal and so real with him. You have to pray more in order to like really have a good relationship uh, with God. It's about that dialogue. It's about that conversation. And that brings me to the next step. 
when you're in that, having those conversations and you're praying, allow God to be God. You don't know if a friend is trustworthy until she shows herself trustworthy. They are normally not if you do friendships right. They're, people are, don't become your friends until they show themselves as a friend. Okay? Like you're not going to just trust a stranger on the street with your life. Right? You have to see the person's character. You have to see it. You could hear about it all you want. You could you could literally date, go on the first date, and this guy telling you about all the things he is, and about the end of the date, he ain't none of those things. Or the end of the relationship, he ain't none of these things. He's worse. People will pillow talk. So once you get through the pillow talking, you know, side of the relationship, start allowing God to be God. And I say that because. And I never really heard anybody like say this when I used to look it up, like how to, you know, how to be in relationship with God and stuff. I never really heard nobody say this, but I know for me, it was something that was important because I was hyper independent. When you've been let down by a lot of people in your life, you or, you know, just your own experiences, you sometimes take on this like God complex yourself. You're trying to save your relationships. You're trying to save the people around you. You're trying to, like, you are used to just doing everything by yourself. You don't really depend on anybody for anything. And that seems comfortable in a relationship when you know you don't have to, like, really need the person in that capacity because you do it by yourself. That is where I was. So this might not apply to everybody. But I had to be more feminine even in my walk with God, which is where the soft life comes from. I say that all the time. Um, even in my events, we had a Hillary Banks, me and BG Lux, we had a Hillary Banks brunch. And I did a girl talk about femininity and um, that soft life. But it all goes back to God. All goes back to God. When you know somebody got you, you don't have to worry about anything. You were allowed to be soft you're allowed to rest and be still and not have to work and do the most he already got your back literally this whole journey even just moving y'all when i tell you nothing has been working out nothing down to my living situation at first it literally and look at where i'm at now but it it was a lot it was a lot but Sometimes, even if you, like, a person like me, I had to just be stripped of everything. God, like, all right, you want to be superwoman so bad, I'm about to strip you of everything, all your secure, your securities, everything that you put security in, job security, friendship security. Like, he will strip you of it. And I don't want that to happen to y'all, so just take my word for it. Just allow him to do what he does. Stop trying to take control Ooh, stop trying to take control. And it's so hard sometimes, but it gets easier when you really get to know God. Just like that friend you have on speed dial, when you know something's about to happen to you or you need somebody, you have, or I pray, you have like one person that you know you could call no matter what. You're not even worrying. Or you have that one, some people have that one relationship, that boyfriend who will make sure his girl's good by all costs. 
like, hey, babe, this happened to my uh, my tire. I mean, I got that now, thank God. But I know I could call him. Like, period. Like, he got, because he showed himself to be dependable. That's when the intimacy comes from. That's when y'all start locking in for life. So allow him to be God. And because now you know his character, you, you tried him for yourself, you go into worship. You praise him. We are here to praise him. Just like how we need to start making it normalized to like romanticize your relationships and friendships. Love your people and make it weird. <laughs> like literally love on the people that God has lent you and you love to feel appreciated yourself. So that's what praise is doing. Like, God, I just worship you for, for who you are, not for what you do for me. If you don't do nothing else for me, you are so good. You are love. You have taught me to love. Like, just, uh, just love on him. That creates the intimacy. Like, now, now you see, it's, it's, little, it's, it's levels. But praising, praising, praising. And once y'all locked in, at that point, y'all locked in. In my, my eyes, you know. It is in my eyes. Again, this is just what I do. Um... When I got to that level, and this is what this step is, because you might not be here yet, but once I got to that level, I started to fast way more. It's a lifestyle. Fasting brings me closer to God. I hear him more in those seasons of fasting. There are certain things that can't even happen without prayer and fasting. It goes hand in hand, but it it ups it up a couple notches. Um, you are pretty much denying your flesh and sacrificing whatever it is you're going to sacrifice. Some people think it's just, it needs to just be just food. Some people um, don't care. It's like whatever you're putting above God, any idols, sacrifice them. It's the same principle in my eyes. But fasting shows the sacrifice. It shows the sacrifice of how serious you are and what you're willing to give up for him. Literally, that's any love, romantic stories. Those are the ones that make the best. The ones who sacrifice something. And love is sacrifice. So what are you sacrificing for God? He already prayed the ultimate sacrifice by sending Jesus to die for you. And your sins. So fasting is that way for you to sacrifice. And I think just in friendships, sometimes we worry about what the person does for us. And it becomes a one-sided friendship. Fasting for me is like, what can I do for you, God? How can I show up for you? It's like, like I tell you all, like y'all can't want friends and not be one yourself. So fasting is another thing. Um, and then make sure you choose him over everything. I'm, I'm, literally, that was the girl code. And then I go back to that girl code because when I had to keep doing these evaluations, it was because I was trying to fill some void that I wanted to see physically. And again, I encourage you guys to go back to the first video where I talked about this. 
Um, and I will tell y'all, anything that I try to put above God, he will take away. He already said he's a jealous God. He don't play about us. He don't play about us. Like, he gonna take it away. And I, I was that one. He had to keep taking stuff away from me. And I'm like, okay, God, I get it. I get it. I don't want my way anymore. I see what you say in your Bible. I see how you want me to live. I'm about to just be obedient. And that's that. Um, and then faith. It's impossible to be in a relationship. Like it, You have to have faith. It's impossible to please God without faith. Because you could be doing all this, all these steps, and have no faith. You have to, and faith allows you to understand he is actually real. Like, that he exists, that he will show up for you, that he will turn your situation around. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And then the last thing is, when you have that faith, you will now have to walk the walk, sis. Is you will have to walk the walk because faith without works is dead, period. So I'm going to leave you guys with this scripture, which ties everything together. Just to show y'all, I know what I'm talking about, just a little bit, because I want everything to be backed up in the Bible so it doesn't seem like I'm just giving y'all fluff. Okay, we are in James chapter 2. 20 through 24. But do you want to know, oh foolish man? <laughs> like he started off <laughs> with the fire, okay? But do you want to know, oh foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works and by works? Faith was made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham, this is important, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. Isn't that such a beautiful scripture? I thank God he brought me to the scripture to end off today's message because it is beautiful. Um, he was called a friend of God because he had faith and works, which made the faith perfect. He was counted as righteous. And I'm sure a plethora of other things uh, too because Abraham, inspiration. <laughs> His story inspirational for real but you know to me that makes sense it makes sense it just makes sense like again like you could say you have faith that you are going to do good in school but if you don't put in that work and study sis chances are slim you know it, it just they just are if you want those high quality relationships that i am trying to teach you guys chances are slim that you're going to get them if you don't do the work that it takes to get from point A to Z. You have to put in the work. Like he, it's literally biblical. So it's not just about 
believing it. It's about actively living it. So, so many people, even now in their relationships with God, they have the faith that he's alive and well and that he saved them. But there's no relationship because you're not living like it. You're not, you know, seeing what he says in his Bible and how we should be presenting ourselves and showing up in this world. You're not living like it. And because you didn't live like it and you showing up mean, people have church hurt because they go to church and they're meeting you. And those relationships are so important. He really tells us all this stuff in the Bible. And you see people leave the whole religion because of church hurt. Because, yeah, you believe you in church. But you're not doing the work that it takes to really live this out. And he said, you will know my disciples because of love. That's going to be a whole other uh, video. And I have the scripture down for that and everything. So it's really important to have the works that back up our faith. Not because I said it because it's in the Bible. And that's what he says. Literally. And when you think about, because I like to be practical, when you think about those friendships. I know I had a friend before, um, and we was in a, a friendship for a while, but because her view of the world, um, and people were so jaded, I find myself in that relationship always trying to convince her I was a good friend. Like, you know how I said, allow God to show up for you because once he shows himself dependable once you should know, okay, he has dependable qualities. And then he does, he does it like 16 more times. At that point, he's dependable. Like, stop trying to test people that much. Like, let it go. Like, just leave the hurt. Heal. Um, so for me, I don't like having to prove time and time again and showing up time and time again for you not to believe anyway. Because when there's miscommunications, which are going to happen in relationships, when there are miscommunications, I I might not have the energy to constantly tell you or convince you of my character when I feel like you should already know it. Like some things to just avoid minor arguments, some things you should just know about the person. The friends that I have, I literally been in situations where um, back in the day, like if something happened where somebody said, oh, Chanel was mean or, you know, she came to this place and didn't give me a hug. So I think she's mean or whatever the little dumb, whatever those little things were, those little things, um, situations, everybody's going to experience you differently. But in those moments when somebody tried to badmouth me in any type of way, my friends could literally say that doesn't sound like Chanel. Chanel's not like that. Those are the friends I'm locked in with. I can't have you in my camp and you act like you don't know me because I don't even know where God's taking me. But if it's to the level that I think he is, you will fold when a blogger come up to you. You will flow. You like you literally. I love people who are solid and know I'm solid. That literally avoids so much of the minor conflict. Like, again, you're going to go through miscommunications and friendships and relationships. There are a journey, but that can avoid some of those petty miscommunications when you already know a person. It won't even be a thing. 
So I, I get his concepts. I get why he says what he says. And I know me being out here, he tested my faith to another level. A whole nother level. But guess what? That's what creates the intimacy. Because time and time again, he is showing me that he is my provider in new ways where I did not think he could provide. And your lack of faith shows your lack of trust in God. I'm going to say that again. Your lack of faith shows your lack of trust in God. Because there's something in you that believes he can't make a way out of this situation. This situation is too bad. Or he doesn't really love me like everybody else is telling me he loves me. He doesn't fight on my behalf. Not on this level or that level. Is he really peace? Is he really joy? Is he re There's something in you that don't believe his character. Because think about all the people that you know. And I pray every girl, and this isn't gender specific, sorry. This is not gender specific, but y'all know I'm in the women's empowerment um, field as a thought leader. But, so I'm talking to the girls, but hey, if you're a guy, welcome. But um, you, I pray every girl or guy has at least one or two friends where you know if Stuff is rocky. Stuff ain't going right. If you uh, have a flat, whatever the case is, you know a few dependable people you could call. Like, those friends, you know they got your back through whatever. Wherever. That, those are the friends that you have deep relationships with. You trust them. You, they created that emotional security and that friendship. That's how you get to that deeper connection. So do the same with God. Allow him to be God. Allow him to show up for you. Have the faith that he is God and that he's going to do what he says and that his word is true and that he's on a man that he should lie. I could go on and on. You have to figure out what that looks like for you. But I'm just sharing my journey, the practical steps that helped me evaluate if I was a friend of God. And just like, and I'm going to read this one more time. He said, Abraham believed God. He believed God. Abraham believes God. And it was accounted to him for righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. So if you are a stranger or associate, and you know, you, you did the evaluation and that's where the title that you currently hold now with God. I encourage you to try, not try, to do the work to be a friend. It's a life-changing experience. And no, if you even on the radio, the radar as an associate, as a whatever, you are on the path. You are on the path, but it's lit when you become his friend. Is lit. Like that, we, I'm locked in with God. I don't play about him. It's God for me. Is lit. Like, I recommend 1010. Be promoted to a friend of God.
So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, you know, the sun went down on this child. It's time to wrap this thing up. So if you really enjoyed this video, please like, comment, subscribe, share how you felt about the evaluation method. I know it's like so non-traditional. I'm that's the theme of my life. I am not traditional. Um, but hopefully it helps somebody again. If I show up, it's because God told me to do this and I know it's supposed to reach somebody. I don't care if it's 10 people. Um, he left the 99 for the one. So if you are that one, comment, like, subscribe, um, or share this with people who may need it, like five, 10 people who may need it. You might have felt them um, when I said certain things like, you know what, God will put people on your heart. I'm talking about those people. That's the people that I want you to share this with because they may need it as well. They may need this message. You don't know what they're going through or where they struggle with their relationship with God. This might be the answer for them. Um, so, yes, and I just want to, again, just encourage you guys um, to work on this friendship first. Work on this relationship first because it's going to be the reflection, hopefully, of the other relationships that you're going to build from here. And again, anything that I put over God, any friendship relationship I put over God, he takes it away anyway. So really now this is the important step of even going down a journey of having high quality relationships. This is the most important relationship you will have. Not only because of the things listed, it's because none of this stuff is going to matter. None of this stuff is going to matter. Like we're going to live in eternity somewhere. Your relationship with God matters and he loves you and he wants you and he wants to be in a relationship with you. He is right there waiting for you to come back to him or to rededicate your life back to him, or to get to know him, even if you don't know him or you're a stranger, he wants you. He loves you so much. He sees your tears. He sees all the sleepless nights. He sees how the people are doing you. And you're brokenhearted. He said he's close to the brokenhearted. His yoke is light. Put your burdens down because his yoke is light. So I just, I really, I really, if I don't do anything from this channel, please, 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 please focus on your relationship with God ultimately above all. If I don't say anything else, that's the most important relationship you will have. So develop that, work on that, seek him first and other things will be added unto you, right? So that is my story, my episode for today. I hope you guys enjoy, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.